Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an eating sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Spare thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind, in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life, for the glory of thy holy name. Amen. Almighty God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who desireth not the death of a sinner, but rather that he may turn from his wickedness and live, hath given power and commandment to his ministers to declare pronounced to his people, being penitent, the absolution and remission of their sins. He pardoneth and absolveth all those who truly repent and unfeignedly believe his holy gospel. Wherefore, let us beseech him to grant us true repentance and his Holy Spirit, that those things may please him which we do at this present, and that the rest of our life hereafter may be pure and holy, so that at the last we may come to his eternal joy, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 13, page 355. How long wilt thou forget me, O Lord, forever? How long wilt thou hide thy face from me? How long shall I seek counsel in my soul and be so vexed in my heart? How long shall mine enemy triumph over me? Consider and hear me, O Lord my God. Lighten mine eyes that I sleep not in death. Lest mine enemy say I have prevailed against him. For if I be cast down, they that trouble me will rejoice at it. But my trust is in thy mercy, and my heart is joyful in thy salvation. I will sing of the Lord because he hath dealt so lovingly with me. Yea, I will praise the name of the Lord Most Highest. The fool hath said in his heart, There is no God. They are corrupt and become abominable in their doings. There is none that doeth good, no, not one. The Lord looked down from heaven upon the children of men to see if there were any that would understand and seek after God. But they are all gone out of the way. They are altogether become abominable. 
There is none that doeth good, no, not one. Have they no knowledge that they are that they are all such workers of mischief, eating up my people as it were bread, and call not upon the Lord? There were they brought in great fear, even where no fear was. For God is in the generation of the righteous. As for you, ye have made a mock at the counsel of the poor, because he putteth his trust in the Lord. Who shall give salvation unto Israel out of Zion? When the Lord turneth the captivity of his people, then shall Jacob rejoice, and Israel shall be glad. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the fourth chapter of the book of Ecclesiasticus. My son, do not cheat a poor man of his livelihood, or keep him waiting with hungry eyes. Do not tantalize a starving man, or drive him to desperation in his need. If a man is desperate, do not add to his troubles, or keep him waiting for the charity, he asks. Do not reject the appeal of a man in distress, or turn your back on the poor. When he begs for alms, do not look the other way, and so give him reason to curse you. For if he curses you in his bitterness, his Maker will listen to his prayer. Make yourself popular in the assembly, and show deference to the great. When a poor man speaks to you, give him your attention, and answer his greeting politely. Rescue the downtrodden from the oppressor, and be firm when giving a verdict. Be a father to orphans, and like a husband to their mother. Then the Most High will call you his son, and his love for you will be greater than a mother's. Wisdom raises her sons to greatness and cares for those who seek her. To love her is to love life. To rise early for her sake is to be filled with joy. The man who attains her will win recognition. The Lord's blessing rests upon every place she enters. To serve her is to serve the Holy One, and the Lord loves those who love her. Her dutiful servant will give laws to the heathen, and because he listens to her, his home will be secure. If he trusts her, he will possess her and bequeath her to his descendants. At first she will lead him by devious ways, filling him with craven fears. Her discipline will be a torment to him, and her decrees a hard test, until he trusts her with all his heart. Then she will come back straight to him again and gladden him, and reveal her secrets to him, here ended the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior. For he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath hope in his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the second chapter of the Gospel according to St. Matthew. Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who is born king of the Jews? For we have seen his star in the east, and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. And when he had gathered all the chief priests and scribes of the people together, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. So they said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it is written by the prophet, But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are not least among the rulers of Judah. For out of you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod, when he had secretly called the wise men, determined from them what time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem, say, and said, Go and search carefully for the young child. And when you have found him, bring back word to me, that I may come and worship him also. When they heard the king, they departed, and behold, the star which they had seen in the east went before them, till it came and stood over where the young child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced with exceedingly great joy. And when they had come into the house, they saw the young child, with Mary his mother, and fell down and worshipped him. And when they had opened their treasures, they presented gifts to him, gold, frankincense, and myrrh. Then, being divinely warned in a dream that they should not return to Herod, they departed for their own country another way. Here ended the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God, the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. Do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. 
O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty and merciful God, of whose only gift it cometh that thy faithful people do unto thee true and laudable service, grant we beseech thee that we may so faithfully serve thee in this life, that we fail not finally to attain thy heavenly promises through the merits of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and in quietness through the merits of Jesus Christ, our Savior. Amen. Light in our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy, defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. So in our first lesson here, the first section of it speaks to the need for caring for the poor. And this is obviously a very pervasive theme throughout the Bible. And it has, it seems, a twofold purpose. One, it allevi alleviates the sufferings of the poor, but it also works in us in the sense that it helps us to change our relationship with our mammon, that is our wealth and our possessions. And this is huge because according to Jesus, it's precisely our relationship with our mammon that is very significant in terms of whether or not we will inherit eternal life. The New Testament principle is that the more tightly we hold on to things, the less tightly we will be able to hold on to God and to his kingdom. And then, so the second section here, remember that this wisdom literature is rooted in something. It's rooted in this idea that God has created the world in a particular way. Uh, wisdom is an attribute of God in which then God has created the world. And this wisdom is woven into the very fabric of how things are, how things work. You can't see it in a similar way that you can't see lots of things like uh, gravity, for example, but it's there. And in the wisdom literature, we see in many places, like in verses 11 through 18, how wisdom is actually personified as a woman. And this section speaks about the need of seeking, we, we might call her Lady Wisdom, if you will, and the way in which those who seek her will find her and the way in which she responds to those who seek her. Though interestingly, at the end, we see that she first tests those who seek her, so she will walk with him on torturous, torturous paths, will bring fear and cowardice upon him, and torment him by her discipline until she trusts him. And then she will come to him and gladden him. It might just be that perhaps maybe what you're currently experiencing is a certain testing of wisdom. But stay the course and she will come to you and she will gladden you. And then in our um, second lesson, so we see here what's referred to, we're in the middle of, it's called the infancy narrative in Matthew's gospel. And this is the epiphany lesson, as we know very well. 
And I think in order to understand what's going on here, we have to understand the Old Testament. There's many passages that speak to this, but we'll use Isaiah 60 as a prime example. And this passage is speaking of the kind of future hope and the future glory and restoration of Israel. And in, in Isaiah 60, it says, The nation shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. The wealth of the nation shall come to you, young camels of Midian and Ephah. They shall bring gold and frankincense, the praises of the Lord. So this is the epiphany image. Uh, it's the one that should be ingrained in our hearts. These three Gentile kings who have brought gold and frankincense prostrate on the ground, worshiping the baby Jesus. And so St. Matthew and the early Christians have always seen something very deeply significant in this image. So that is in the arrival of the Magi, we see the beginning of the fulfillment of passages such as Isaiah 60. We see the first fruits of the quote, wealth of the nations, the beginning of the influx of the Gentiles coming into the covenant. So in the epiphany, something significant is revealed. And the significant thing is that Jesus is not only the promised Messiah for Israel and the promised hope for her restoration, but Jesus is also the Messiah for the whole world. So we'll continue on now with our intercession on page 590. Take a second, call to mind those you're praying for. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble, and do thou, the God of pity, and minister to them according to their several necessities. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Amen. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night. Thank you, Father Cameron. Good night, everybody. Thank you. Have a good evening.